When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. It's time to Take Command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. He is Logan Paulson. All right, this is this is a fun one. Uh, running backs across the division because you got some really, really good ones in all four spots. Um, I don't know what to do with Dallas with Tony Pollard. Do we just assume he's going to be healthy? Do we I just guess so. With that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For the for the purpose of this rankings, we're assuming a healthy Tony Pollard. So uh, they obviously lose Zeke. Uh, they got Tony Pollard, Malik Davis, Ronald Jones, who they bring in from Tampa, and then Deuce Vaughn, who they drafted. That's their running back group. Uh, we have obviously Robinson, Gibson, Rodriguez uh, here. They've got Matt Breida to back up Saquon in yeah. New York. And then Philly, uh, the way ESPN's listening on their depth chart, they got DeAndre Swift as the starter, but it'll be Swift and Penny, and they still got Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott on the roster as well. Yeah. Go ahead and get started, because I don't, I, I honestly don't know. It just feels like four really good rooms, and I don't really know how to rank them. Like, someone's I mean, going to be very disappointed to be last year. I mean, for me, it's like the, the best group in the division is Washington, in my opinion. Like, if I'm starting a team – that's what I want. I want I want a very consistent kind of every down back in Brian Robinson who can run between the tackles, has explosive ability, uh, you know, enough explosive ability to keep you honest. Um, his vision's off the chart. He elevates the offensive line in a way that I don't think a lot of other backs in the division do. That's not a knock on them. I think his vision is just like an elite trait for him. And then to have the explosive playmaking ability of Gibson, which we haven't really seen here, but I think with – the enemy, I'm kind of betting that we do see that. And I think the depth yes. piece of Christian Rodriguez um, is going to be, uh, or Chris Rodriguez, excuse me, is going to be very, very nice. Um, and I don't really think, you know, Patterson's here. They've got some good pieces in terms of depth. And yeah. I just think Williams. If, yeah, Williams. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I me, mean, all those guys. So what, like someone, someone is going to be on the practice squad. That's a NFL quality fourth. I, I think so. And I think that uh, when I look at that, I'm like, man, that's the group I want. You know, like when I look at um, Philly, for example, I think what they're banking on is that they have the best offensive line in football. And I think they might have even gotten better this offseason with the draft, which is crazy to think about. But I think they're a very, very, very good group. And I think, you know, Rashard Penny had the highest yards per carry last year when he was playing, but is also one of the most injury prone players in all of football. Right. And then Gainwell is a converted receiver, much like Gibson. Very good football player. But I definitely think those guys are elevated by running behind like 
one of the best offense, like the best offensive line since that Dallas team back in like, what was that? 2013, 14, whatever that was. So that's kind of the, the group that they're running behind. And I think you see good production from this group kind of who, depending on who's blocking in front of them. And I'd say New York would probably be my, be my number two because Saquon's there, but I just don't know Mm -hmm. if they have the depth that this, that this room has here in in Washington. And while Saquon is ceilings very high, like you need a couple good running backs in the NFL. That's just how the position's going. So um, I think the the group that I'm probably like least excited about is Dallas. I think Pollard, you know, everyone's excited about him getting more touches. For me, I think one of the reasons he was successful is because he wasn't taking all these touches. And now that he's going to be getting a lot of touches, I think he's going to be much less effective on a down-to-down basis. So I think they need to think about some depth there. Um, I think he's a very good player, but um, yeah, that's kind of my high level thoughts on the division at running back. And I just think to me, it's like, we, we have the, we have the deepest group. We have two guys with a ton of upside, ton of talent that have, that have played good football in the NFL. And I know there's some talks about Gibson not being the most efficient runner. And I get that, but I do think his usage pattern is going to be much more, uh, diverse and speak to his skill set in a way that we haven't seen, um, in the last three years since he's been here. Yeah, for being inefficient, he's been hella productive. Like yeah. he still was a thousand yard rusher a couple of years ago. Like, no, what are we yeah. talking about with him? So, like, I think people people get way too caught up sometimes in some of that stuff. And and I also the coaching of Bienemy, former running backs coach, he's gonna he's gonna get better. As you said, the usage, like the screen game, which has been non existent, is gonna be a huge factor. Some of the misdirection they use is gonna help spring big runs. Like, there's so much potential for the running backs here. I I, I think I agree with you because. Uh, it seems like everywhere else there's either high end or depth and Washington yeah. has both. both like yeah. Robinson has a chance to be the leading rusher in the division. Um, yeah. Gibson is fantastic. Um, Rodriguez, again, I, I said this on the, the, the early week pod, but you know, he is the Isaiah Pacheco, uh, just give the ball to the angry guy and let yeah. him just run through people. Like they stole something from him. Like that is, that is the Chris Rodriguez, Isaiah Pacheco model, which obviously worked very well for Pacheco last year in Kansas city under the enemy. So there, there are three deep there that could be very good if Rodriguez is good. And as you mentioned, whether it's Williams or Patterson who makes the team as the fourth or either one of those guys on the practice squad as a depth piece to, to be able to boost up their NFL backs with NFL experience that, you know, with in the, within this scheme and system, I think could be, could be effective. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I struggle with two versus three because I yeah. do really like like it depends on if Rashad Penny's healthy, right? If yeah. Penny stays healthy and Swift stays healthy because he's had a couple of injury concerns yeah. as well, I think I tend to put the Eagles second because I mean Boston Scott has had some monster Gainwell's carries for them. Gainwell's been really good for them, uh, you know, and there's familiarity there. You you know they do get to run behind that O line, and you know what's the parameters that we put on this? It's like you're set up for this season and yeah. where you're at. So there is. You know, would I rather be a Philly running back or a, a New York running back? I'd probably rather be a Philly <laughs> running back. Um, but I'd also probably rather be Saquon Barkley. And yeah. he, if you go, who is the single best back in this division? It's obviously him. 
there is to me, we're starting to get, and I can't believe we're saying this because like, this is so the cruel reality of running back in the NFL. We are getting to the point with Saquon where it's like, when does he start to slow down? We're only yeah. five years in, but like we saw it happen with Zeke. And once it happens, like it is a big freaking deal. Yeah. He has missed some time, which could help him less, less feeding. So. Although when you yeah. miss time with injury, typically that's not something that's going to help you. Um, but ultimately like the is Matt, like how, what's the drop off between Saquon and Matt Breida? It's, it's real big. Breida's fine. Um, yeah. he's not, he's a real legitimate NFL running back, but it's not like these other teams in terms of the depth where you have a kind of a second starter, like Penny's a starter. Yeah. Swift is a starter. Yeah. Gibson's a starter. Robinson's a starter. And so that would be my, my quarrel with two and three. I agree with you that Dallas is fourth Pollard's exciting, but also he's not, it's not like he's 22. He's 26. Yeah. He's been around and he has had the limited carries. Like you mentioned, but if it, he hasn't like, he's never been a lead back. And so the fact that they're having him be a lead back in a year where he's coming off a, a bad injury, I do have, even if we're saying he's going to be healthy, like there's the, you know, there there's being able to play and then there's being at your best. And I don't know that he's going to be at his best. So I, I think, I think I agree with you pretty safely on one being Washington yeah. pretty safely on four being Dallas. I think the quibble is in the middle with, yeah. uh, with whether you, and it's just a matter of, of health. If, if yeah. Philly stays healthy, they're Dude, second. If they're Saquon, awesome. yeah, if Saquon uh, is healthy and uh, Philly gets a, bit, a little banged up, then I think you go second there. Because, you know, I guess also, too, do you want to like quasi include Daniel Jones here? Yeah, um, I mean, as, you as could. A runner? I mean, but then if you're doing that, you got to include Jalen Hurts and then Jalen Hurts, you well, know, like, yeah, I guess, I totally, guess that really solidifies it for Philly then. Totally breaks the scale, you know, and I think, uh, I just think, like, again, to me, like, Rashard Penny is one of, like when he is healthy, he might be the most explosive back in all of football. Like he, like it's crazy how how efficient he is on a per touch basis. The problem is he just hasn't stayed healthy. He just hasn't done it. Like he's had that. What was that? Two thousand twenty one when he like the last five games of the year he rushed for over one hundred fifty yards, like four consecutive games. Like it was ridiculous. I'm probably being hyperbolic there, but it was something crazy efficient. He had over five yards of carry, but. He, you only see that for little itsy bitsy time because he's always kind of nursing some type of injury. So if he's healthy, that, that, that rushing offense, that rushing attack there in Philly is going to be awesome. Swift. I think again, talk about a guy who's underachieved a little bit in terms of rushing efficiency. So, you know, not surprising to me that Detroit kind of decided to move on. I know he's a big name. I know he's an explosive runner, but I think the thing about him going to Philly is like, he's rushing behind a, an offensive line. That's super efficient, a running attack that, that allows for big running lanes, creates a ton of space because the quarterback's a threat to run because of the RPO stuff. So to me, he's a space player. And I, I just think that group, if again, if they can stay healthy, I mean, Gainwell's not a bad player. Like he's not a bad football no. player and neither is Boston Scott. So I'd probably lean Philly, but again, the, the Rashad Penny thing, he has just historically been so banged up. I would not, I wouldn't count on him. So it's like he's yeah he's been in the in the league since 2018. He has less than 2,000 rushing yards for his career. Right. But Which and by the way, that stretch I just looked it up. 2021, four of the last five games of that season, you weren't far off. Um, was, he was is. over 130. He was 137. He had a 39 yarder dud against LA, but then he yeah. was 135, 170, 190. So he did average over 150 and in his, that four his, four or five games. Do you have his yards per carry there? It was insane. 
It was like um, six yards a carry. Or so, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, but, it was eight well, eight, six, three, five, seven, nine, six, eight, eight, three. I mean, we'd look have, at that. have to do the math. But look at that efficiency though. And so again, yeah. in behind that old line, like to me, he could be the breakout player of the NFL, right? He could, you know, rush for a thousand yards on like 10 carries damn near i'm being again that's an exaggeration but he just has not all all, all in the shadow of your own end zone all 100 yard touchdowns yeah Bang, but he but he has not been healthy so yeah. to me it's like i'm gonna bank on the commanders i guess i go philly because the upside is tremendous with that group i mean it's through the roof and i guess you go i guess you go new york but it's only yeah. saquon there it's only saquon right. And that's the only reason you give them that opportunity and i'm not very confident in dallas at the moment just because i feel like they don't have i think Tony Pollard's an excellent football player, but I think he's better when he's not carrying the lion's share of touches. When you get some of those game plan touches, like we talked about last year, so sure. um, I think I, th- I feel pretty good about that order, actually. Okay, I agree with you. All right, put it on the graphic. Hit print. We got it. <laughs>